Welcome to episode five of How Are We Still Married, our oh. our great podcast. It's uh, hilarious. I'm hearing from some of my old acting students going, oh my God, Miss Beth, like you never even figured it out. I don't feel so bad about myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, is that good or bad? Going back over all these stories, it's like, oh my God, really? This we is crazy. We still don't have it figured out. So I, I, was, I was a little worried about this podcast today because yesterday we were in the middle. I was shopping in Trader Joe's. And then our bad luck song came over the speaker. And how many years has it been since we even heard that darn thing? I know. It it, it used to be played a lot. So it's Steve Winwood's um, Finer, Finer Things. things. Mm-hmm. And that was always the song that when we heard that, there was going to be some kind of problem that day. Because seven times I counted and there were problems all seven times. So then I just quit counting. Every time I heard that song, I would change the station. I would get out of my car and let it finish. One day I was walking into Kohl's and it was playing and I turned literally immediately around and got ran back to my car because every time that song would play, something terrible would happen. Like get a ticket, get a flat tire, have a car wreck. Somebody got fired. Yeah, I know. I think I got fired in Meridian. Yep. So my first instinct yesterday, I hadn't heard that song in, I don't know, 10 years. <laughs> Was to like turn why? around and get out of that store. It's and like, it's so you? funny. Why didn't you? Why didn't you? I was so mad when you go back to the I'm, car and told me I'm that you didn't. I'm fighting it. I'm fighting no, the bad luck. But that was not the day to fight it because I just sent to a new literary agent because I want to be a suspense writer in addition to doing the funny women's fiction. And it's a big, it was a big day to get that in the mail, to have somebody interested for the whole book and get it in the mail. And then you say, Oh, I just heard the bad luck well, song. Okay. Oh, so great. Thanks even, a lot. I don't think there's a caveat to the thing that if you hear only the first, you know, five or six seconds of it, that, that it's, it's not the no, bad luck song. No, you have to run. You have to run. I know, run. but you still hear it. You still hear the bad no, luck song. No, 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 no. You hear those first few notes that, that always like sends a tingle down my back to hear <laughs> the, so the intro to that song. It's like, Oh my God, I got to get out of here. But no, that sucks big. That used to come on all the time. And after seven times of bad luck, that became the bad luck song. So then you get back in the car yesterday and says, guess what? I just heard the bad luck song. Oh, good. We had just come from FedExing my my book. Yeah. But but who plays Finer Things by Steve Winwood? It's, it's not like it's Trader an obscure Joe's song. Trader Joe's in yeah. 2021. <laughs> Thank you, Trader so Joe's. So <laughs> I guess reason to no longer shop at Trader Joe's if that's on their playlist. If you hear one or two bars, get out. Maybe, Run. Maybe we got some tainted Trader Joe's food. Bad shrimp. I hope it was just something like I would. I would take the bad shrimp before I lose my book in the mail. <laughs> God. Oh well. Infuriating. Well, but normally it, ha- it happens on the same day, and we didn't have anything that happened nope, yesterday. No, so. we didn't have a car accident. Nobody got hurt. Brooks is fine. We're fine. Cats are fine. Dogs are fine. Okay, we're yeah, all fine. Okay, we're all good. So we'll see how how this goes oh, today. Today's been yeah. all right, but. <laughs> Anyway, so let's get back to talking about all of our, our craziness. So the stories to where, where we moved to Alabama just kill me because I was exhausted. So I'm going to let you do a lot of the talking. Since some people say, why are you not letting Ted talk any? <laughs> I don't know. I'm trained for no dead air. No, so no. It, it's not that you don't let me talk. It's like I start talking and then you sort of just talk over me. <laughs> well, then you're and you're still with me. So but, it obviously doesn't bother you that badly. So that's sort of the, the story <laughs> right, of, our, of our lives. Yeah. Well, I'm going to turn your mic down and. <laughs> And uh, no, no, we'll we'll see. But but so we we'd kind of left it where we were in L.A. and and we had gotten pregnant, and it was time to Finally, have our baby. We've been married eight years. Yeah, and you said you had to go to Alabama, of course, where all the best doctors are in the world. How could my well, right. you know, at UAB there there are. I will argue with that. With but we you. weren't there. We were in Tuscaloosa. No, we well, we weren't even there first. But like, where was my mom? How how in the world could I bring a baby into the world and not let my mom have that? experience 
with me, I would have been devastated. She and could, she, would she have could have visited. She could have come out. Well, so, so we decide, so somehow well, we you convinced didn't decide. Me, no, just, you decided. Yeah. It's like, Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> as long as I know we're going to come back to LA. So <laughs> I promise. So you're six weeks pregnant, I eight weeks pregnant. <laughs> you're driving your car. I'm driving like a truck of all of our stuff. Yeah. We put a lot country. of our stuff though in storage. So we left a whole lot of stuff and I drove With the, the car. intention, yes? the intention of coming back. Yes. Yes. But, yes. uh, I think you had an uh, evil plan already brewing. I didn't. That that wouldn't I swear happen. I didn't. But once I got there and then I was nesting. So the hormones nesting. take over. Yeah. Well, they do. Mm-hmm. Women know this. Yes. Yes, they do. Feeding the baby bird. No. You had the worms. <laughs> but my mom was there and we were having great fun shopping for the baby, shopping for cribs. I was just, I really wanted to share that experience sure. with her. It was her first grandbaby. All, all of that. But then, well, no, it wasn't. No, her it first wasn't. No. no, it actually was her third. It was our first baby and our only baby. Our first, yeah. Uh, so we we drive cross country. You're driving a car by yourself. Although, yeah, I, I don't know if you had both of the cats or. I was sick too. More the morning sickness was all day sickness for me with this yeah. this baby. Yes. So I remember driving, you know, through all these different cities and and just so, trying to pull over. Yeah. We, we had walkie talkies so we could communicate with mm-hmm. each other because mm-hmm. the because cell phones were a thing back then. I can't even I remember. Don't know. I don't think so. But but. I had a pack of saltines because I oh, was wow. vomiting if I didn't have the saltines. Yes. Vomit. The cat would lick it up and then we just, it would all, all work out just fine. You had said that you wanted to go to Tuscaloosa. I said, we can't just go to Tuscaloosa because I won't be able to get a job. So we decide to move to Atlanta as like a well, compromise. Yes. Because, and, and the idea behind Atlanta was that it was within driving distance of my mom, but it was a big enough city for you and big enough city for the possibility that we'd stay there and raise the baby and, and go back to broadcasting, which is what we did before the Hollywood stuff. We thought there'd be some chance the whole that, baby that we thing could changed my mind. have a career wow, living in Atlanta. What? So a career. Yeah. Us? So I still wasn't super thrilled about that, but we decided to to go ahead and do that. So we we moved to Atlanta, not knowing anybody over there, which was still about Nobody. 150, uh-huh. 200 miles from your family. I don't think it was that far. I don't yeah, think Atlanta's, Atlanta's that far. It's not close from Tuscaloosa. Well, especially. yeah, from Tuscaloosa. Okay. So so we go there and we move in. We rented this townhouse. And I just remember after the first couple weeks, we're like, Okay, this is great. And I was like trying to look around and it's like, we thought we knew people. You knew you knew some people from your Birmingham days, and I had worked at WSB. Yeah. And so I we did know people in the business there, to be fair. Well, yeah, but okay, so after you call those people and they say, Nope, we don't have anything. No, we're sitting in Atlanta with no money. So what can I do? I know. And so then it was after what, six weeks, maybe tops? Tops. Tops. You started getting, you were getting sick and, uh, sicker. Yeah. Um, the pregnancy was, was, was really difficult and I just wanted my mom and I thought, what the heck are we doing? We didn't, we're not here in LA. We're not there in Alabama. We're not here or there. So that was stupid. Yeah. So we break that lease (laughs) as we, as we do. I loaded back up the truck after like a month. I think it was really only four weeks there. Put Mm. granny up on top. Beverly Hillbilly's moving back. (laughs) We're in the Beverly Hillbillies area anyway, so uh, we head over to Tuscaloosa then. Yes. Where we were going to have the baby at that point. Yes, because I, it, the great thing was he could be born then in Tuscaloosa County where I was That's born. That's the great thing. And where his, his cousins were born. And then he would have like a foundation of where he comes from, where I come from. Ah, that was mm-hmm. so important. It was I for me. Know. It was. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, except I was super sick and I really needed high end doctors. So we move into this tiny little apartment. Uh, there was, it was a cute little apartment, but then, three rooms. Then the reality hits me. Okay. I'm in Tuscaloosa. It's a town of a hundred thousand. After you've worked maybe. for Candid Camera, after yeah. I'm SAG AFTRA. Yeah. What are mm-hmm. we, what the heck? So isn't like another one of those moves from, we went from New York to Demopolis, Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> now we go from LA to Tuscaloosa. I know. Didn't you want to slap me silly? Like, <laughs> what are the... you doing? This whole mom <laughs> thing is like ridiculous. But still, you had promised that after Brooks is born that we would I did. we would go back to LA. Yes. So I kept that in the back of my mind. So I started looking for jobs in Tuscaloosa. And the only thing there was like radio. So I start trying to call around all these different radio stations. Mm-hmm. And do you remember the first thing I got was um, I got a sales position. You. Uh, and I, I had never done sales. And <laughs> I, I, I don't know if anybody knows me. I'm right not now. a sales type. You are not. Person. I can't, I can't sell. No, no. So I can I can do comedy because stuff. The way I you can... sell is like, you don't want to buy this, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Especially when, it, yeah, I know that it's crap that we're trying to sell. <laughs> so as a radio salesperson, you're selling commercial time on that radio station. So the only station that hired me. I what... could have done that, but I was put to bed rest. So just yes. to say, I, I could have done that. So the f- the funny thing is, it was a rap radio station, uh, urban urban. Yeah. Uh, was yes. A, yes. Which is fine. Um, but then I'm trying to but sell the owners. The owners were this old old white couple, probably in their seventies. Yeah. And they were about as country southern as you could. But they owned ever. the rap station. Yeah. They they <laughs> you the, can't make this crap. I know. I thought this will make a good God. sitcom. But yeah. 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 It's the old the old southern. Folks, one in the rap station. So I'm I'm out there trying to but sell. They were nice. Yeah, they so were I'm nice out there people. trying to sell ads. They, they were they were nice and yeah, DJs and they gave were, you were a good. Job. It was actually a pretty popular station yep. in town there. But it's like I was sort of out of my element trying to sell. Uh, <laughs> no, I know. I, I would go to in the, into these different like businesses and you, and try you to did not show sell, them why they right. need to advertise on the rap station. But you didn't sell a single thing, did you? The not closest, one thing. No, I didn't. I was there for three months, and the closest I got, I remember it was Townsend Auto Glass. They almost, <laughs> <laughs> almost. That's his. It was so memorable that, <laughs> that I almost got Townsend Auto Glass to advertise. Yeah. For like a two hundred dollar deal, but I think they they decided to back out at the last minute. Probably, oh my uh, gosh, because it, because of you, probably, yeah, because that was a really popular station. I know it was, they, and everybody needs auto glass. Yeah, but the Townsends decided that I wasn't their guy, or I was a little shady, or whatever. No, but right, uh, yeah. So that that didn't that so didn't work out as well. Three months there while I'm nesting. Yeah, and and then so then there was another station, radio station in town that I had been talking to, mm-hmm. and they they do like love songs at night, and mm-hmm. and and they finally offered me a job as an on air guy. I'm like the love songs, love songs <laughs> on WFFX. I thought Tuscaloosa. you were really sexy. So I'd, I'd have to do these love. But songs. what were you making, like twelve bucks an hour? Oh, probably. I don't yeah. even know if that. Yeah, yeah, we couldn't even feed ourselves. Probably, yeah, probably not even that. I don't know. <clears throat> and but, we we blew through all of the money that we had made on Candy Camera, and on Days of Our Lives because we decided we weren't going to need need any money. We were going to be living in Alabama. It's not expensive, cheap cheap apartment. And we blew through all of our money in probably three, four months trying to figure out how to survive there, make car payment. We didn't plan. We just didn't plan well. Well, that's all. Because the demand is we're going to Alabama <laughs> and good luck <laughs> being a TV writer or whatever. And, Who was there? Who was there again? Oh, my mama. My mama. Mama was there. Mama, the pull to my mom, it, it was overwhelming. The pull to your mom. Well, we didn't, yeah. I wanted the memories there for myself and for her. And I got what I wanted. 
This whole thing with your mom was an ongoing <laughs> issue from day one. When we first met, this I was is, a package we didn't deal, talk about darling. this when we were talking about our New York days. But when we were first dating in New York City, we'd be out on the town. And I think you had to call your mom every night at like 10 o'clock or yes, something Yes, it was like 10 that. o'clock or she was so, going to call the police and see if I had turned up somewhere dead. Yeah, and New York police would really, mm-hmm. they'd handle but, that really well. That's the way she was. It was sure. And there was no cell phones. There was no tracking devices. We couldn't figure, you know, she couldn't track me. They would send a search party out for sure. But mm-hmm. one night, I remember, which then made me question everything. We are. We had gone down into a subway station waiting for the train to come. And you said, oh, no, it's 10 o'clock. I got to call mama. Like, you got to be kidding. We'll, we'll be off this train in like 15 no, minutes. No. At the next station, you can go. And, this and by before then, cell she phones. would have had a heart attack, migraine, something. This was before cell phones. So, you know, we had to go out to find a payphone. So we had to go back out. Yeah, out we of blew the back the turnstile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then. Find go, a payphone. Call your mom. And I'm standing there while you're like, hey, mama. I'm like, oh, my God. What it's the settled. Then it was this? settled. And then I could go on with my evening. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, there, there are a lot of occasions that were like that. It's like, okay, it's mama first and then well, everything else. Well, I had else. to do what I had to do for her because I didn't want her to worry. Do you remember that reminded me of another thing with the subways is that we pushed through a turnstile together once and then I got a ticket because you went, <laughs> I had to go to court. I had to go to night court really? in New York City. Yes. How did I not know that? You did know that. You do were, I know that? You didn't get in trouble because did you I were in the front. Did I go with you to night court? We, th- we didn't have enough money to pay for the turnstile uh so so we thought all right we'll push through together back in the days we could both fit through there we couldn't get in trouble now but you we pushed through together of course you went first of course and then i'm right behind you pushing through and the dumb thing is there's like a a a transit cop standing right there and he's like oh my god okay come over here don't you remember that yes yes i got a ticket i had to go to court i talked to the judge and say you know i'm an upstanding citizen i'm i'm just visiting this big city i I don't know your ways this is very scary like unfrozen caveman lawyer but i do know this the turnstiles should be, are able to be pushed through together. So I think I got off with the, with the, just a warning. But Did uh, you? Good. Because I I'm, I didn't hear that it, that it cost you a lot of money. We must have just been barely together then, like just in our early days. Like Yeah, it was probably after we had go to call your mom sometimes. So we didn't want to go pay again. So like go through together. And then, yeah, I, I'm we, the one that gets yes. the ticket. Well, my mother had reasons to be extremely worried about me. And I understood her psychological issues probably better than anybody. And I won't go into those details because it brings the whole show down but she but but i just did what i needed to do to get by with her i knew how she operated and i knew what her issues were i went right ahead and blew through the turnstile and called my mom and then poof all those problems and burdens are gone were they though <laughs> no 10 o'clock the next night they were back <laughs> yeah i know oh my god bless so. her heart as they say down south <laughs> so then back to tuscaloosa where we're just you know we're in this tiny apartment I'm finally doing love songs. At least I felt like I was doing something that had anything at all to do with, you know, my career a little bit. Although I'm like, this was a job for somebody, though, straight out of college. Mm -hmm. Here's Lady (laughs) on WFFX, the Fox Love Songs. (laughs) See how good you are? You're Uh, awesome. Uh Very sexy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, all right. Radio stations out there. (laughs) Yeah, I'm ready. But uh, but yeah, so. You know, then there was you had to you had to go into bed rest then, and so that was really difficult because then you're in bed alone in a town, and of course, well, in a town with Tuscaloosa with your family there. Yes, my mom would come and take care of me, and my friends would come over and they would bring me food because I wasn't allowed to get out of bed. I didn't want to lose the one baby we had finally had on the way. 
And um, yeah, it was pretty scary there for a while. Yeah, it was. We we I remember it was kind of fun though to go into those birthing classes and those kinds of things that we yeah. did, you know, yeah. together on oh, here's the here's the beauty and of And we were so excited. The beauty to of pregnancy and, yep. and how it's gonna be so much fun. And we had the how how are you uh what to expect when you're expecting yes. and, uh, and all those things <laughs> My of the Bible, way that things that were supposed the to Bible. be. Yep. Yep. And uh None of it was exactly like that, though, for me, though. Um, it was a difficult, very difficult pregnancy and a death-defying delivery. And that's not typical. And here's the thing. If I could have had another one, I would have done that again. Because my entire brain changed when I knew I was going to become a mother. Mama bear, just like the mother I had. And and I think it was in in ways it was good. We got him here and then I could decide, you know, what was really important. I was the most ambitious person ever born. I wanted I wanted what I wanted. Nothing would stop me. But once I had him in my arms, it was kind of like, oh, I don't know. I, now I want this. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it changed, you know, it changed everything for both of us, I think, yeah. with, with that, because I wanted to be a great dad. Because we're that kind of mom. We're that kind of mom and that kind of dad. That's the way we are. He was he was instantly first. And I don't think we waited to have him. He was instantly first, like when we, once we found out he was coming. But before he came out, <laughs> there were all these other issues. So there, there was a doctor, there was a little practice that had several different doctors. Yeah. One of the doctors, your main doctor, you liked a lot. Yes, Dr. Edwards. Everybody you... in Tuscaloosa remembers Dr. Edwards. He was wonderful. Yeah, we won't name the other guy that you sort of, you know. He was an ass. <laughs> because <laughs> He you liked would, you to come in and look him. at himself in the mirror and, and brush his hair while he had a meeting with me. I'm at my appointment and he is looking at himself in the mirror. Yes. And you would tell him what you would want to have done and he would, would refuse and think you're sort of an, a fool. And yeah, uh, we locked horns every single time that Dr. Edwards was not available. I'd wind up with this jerk. So the, so the good thing was, you know, you'd have this Dr. Edwards and he would be there. The problem was when you go into labor, Dr. six, six, six weeks <laughs> early, Dr. Edwards was on vacation. Yes. Because no one expected. Yep. Uh, that Brooks would be born six weeks early. Uh, well, he was actually almost seven weeks early. Yeah. So we, it was scary. We go in. And so there's the doctor that's my least favorite doctor. The yep. least favorite doctor in the practice. And do you remember what he said to me? He said, well, neither of us like each other or he something. He said, I don't like you and you don't like me, but guess what we're doing this weekend? We're having a baby. <laughs> and I thought, well, that is the way to do it, man. That's, Come in there and tell me you don't like me. That's a lot of confidence. Like, oh, that's what God. you want to hear from your doctor. Well, I don't like you, but uh -huh. um, we're going to see if we can get this Because I complained out. about him all the time because he was absolutely horrible. The bedside manner, the constant looking in the mirror. He thought he was the girl, you know, woman's gift. The thing is, I do believe, I do believe everything kind of happens for a reason. And I think I wound up with him because the kind of surgery that I needed, he became a surgeon at Cleveland Clinic. And so As he, you mentioned before, he's so an he ass, was, but he was a really good surgeon. He was sent off to Cleveland as, as, kicked, as everyone does. Yes. Where do you go <laughs> right. when you're kicked out of everything? No, no. Cleveland is, is a good city and Cleveland Clinic is a good thing. But yeah. But he, at that time, he was still the guy and like, oh, my God. So, you know, first, neither of us were happy. First, I wanted to cross my legs and wait for Dr. Edwards to get off vacation. So you're in labor for uh, several hours. No, 36 well, hours. I, I know at the bunch. end. I know at the end. But I'm saying at first it was labor for 36 hours. They thought, OK, well, well you know, here's the thing. I didn't want Brooks born on your brother's birthday. <laughs> That's when I went into labor. It's like, I'm going to labor forever because I don't want, I don't want him born on your brother's birthday. I wanted him to have his own birthday. Just cross those legs. Yeah, we got to cork do. that thing up. <laughs> All right. All right. Jam that in there. But, uh, but well, and it didn't, didn't happen on no. his birthday, no. but 
then you're in labor all this time. And yep. he's like, all right, we're just going to wait till it dilates a little bit more, a little bit more. And it just went on and on and on. And that's the time then when we could see, I could see Brooks's head, you know, starting to pop out there a little bit. And that's when he said, all right, we're going to try the suction removal. Like, okay. And I had mentioned this in one of these other ones, but it, it still stands out so much it in my really, mind. It really, really scared you. But I knew, I mean, that they had talked to me. That was that was one of the ways that they extract if they have to. They have. The, Is that just an Alabama thing? No. Oh, my God. Like, let's go get the plunger. No. Pop it on the baby's head and we'll just pop that guy right no. out of there. No, that is not. That is the way that's the way that's one of the instruments that's used. But it really does look just like a plunger that they put between your legs on the top of the head of the baby. <laughs> and then you're like, pump something really graphic here. Oh, my God. No, Well, then, then because I'm I'm up by your your face like, oh, everything's going to be OK. And looking, looking at the other end, mm -hmm. I see the doctor with his leg up on the table, you know, like to get some torque <laughs> and pulling, like shaking his body. Yep. Pulling it with I all of his. I thought they were going to snap Brooks's head I, off. I thought the, the head would be stuck to the plunger. Yeah. Like that's what, oh, well, we got part of him out anyway. There's good news and bad news. <laughs> God. <laughs> Alabama, I am sorry that my Yankee husband has all of these terrible things to say. But I just could not believe the shaking of the arms, the leg up on the table, you know, the forceful pull. And, you know, I was oh my pushing God. as hard as I could. But Brooks was really big. Yeah. Even though he was seven weeks early, I was diabetic and he weighed over nine pounds and he's the largest baby on record. But that is a preemie that, for 19. That did not yeah. get him out. That did nope. not get him out. Like, nope. So he gave up with that. Yep, nonsense. They pushed him back in after I kept saying, I think you're going to pull the baby's head off. <laughs> It's like, no, no, this is how we do it. And so that that stopped. And then, and then they said C-section. It, it was I, right I after like, that. Oh and that was God, after. Yeah. And that was after like 30, 35, 36 oh, yeah. hours at that point. Yeah. 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 And I just remember you sitting on the Surgery table. Surgery now. <laughs> yeah. You sitting on the table and thinking, I just need to pick you up and get you out of there. And let's just forget this whole thing. This, you know, this is not what, what I bargained for, but or what that we both bargained for. I wanted yeah. to, to save you from all of that. But yeah. And then, and then when they finally did get him out through C-section, it was pretty bad. He was blue. Yeah. And, and they had to fly in the neonatologist, little, little um, Asian man from Birmingham. I believe he saved my life and I definitely know he saved Brooks's life. Yeah. I'm, I'm up there again by, by your head. You're anesthetized or whatever, however you say that. And I'm asking you, yeah, like, like, what's how's, going how's on? Everything? And I see them pull the baby out and the baby is all blue. And then I see all these nurses running around and like, oh my There's God. There's like 26 nurses in there because I was in such a high risk situation. It was kind of crazy. And, mm -hmm. and they're just like quickly taking him out of the room and like, oh, everything's going to be okay. And I'm just like dying inside knowing that I see a blue baby. Yeah. But somehow... Somehow that, he that, survived. That man, and, that, that yeah. our neonatologist, uh, if I had Brooks's birth record, I would be able to say his name and thank him because that is who saved his life. Yeah, they called that guy in ahead of time so knowing they, that we yeah. were probably going to have, because they knew Brooks was six weeks early, they, their yeah. lungs aren't developing, all that kind of stuff. And so. they also knew that um, the amniocentesis showed like he was not even near ready. He was not even going to need 40 weeks. He might have needed 42 weeks. Yeah. So he was he was so not cooked. And uh, that was it. I was in labor and uh, he was coming and I could I didn't have any more room. I mean, his head was on my left thigh and his legs were wrapped around my back. I had stretch marks on my back. I was just too small of a person to have your big old baby. Well, we used to That's have <laughs> we used to have fun when when he was when you were pregnant that 
we'd place a magazine on your stomach and watch it move and get kicked Strong and things like that. Strong legs but, to this day. My God, it's got big thighs and really muscular. And he was like that as a, as a baby on the inside. That was what I did for fun. I mean, what was I going to do? I was in bed rest. Okay, here's a magazine. Watch five seconds later, it's going to come flying off my stomach like, like magic. And he, and he yeah. would kick it off on the inside because he was so active. I know. Well, you know, all of that stuff, it's so horrible to go through, but I think it's a good, you know, it's a bonding kind of thing too that yeah. you know it's like because i just want really wanted to save you from all of that and i just couldn't believe that, that we were having to go through all that and i figure oh you know that's just that's kind of the, <laughs> the luck we, i bet our bad luck song was playing that that morning when you went into labor too you just know it it was yeah, playing little, in the lobby it a little was. steve winwood yeah you know, you know that was happening <laughs> damn well we had the baby and um then it wasn't all out of the woods then because i was in the hospital myself with some massive infection they couldn't find for like two straight weeks. And Brooks was in the hospital for three weeks because they couldn't get him breathing on his own and they couldn't get him to keep his temperature warm or, you know, his temperature mechanisms didn't work so much about him didn't work. Yeah. Yeah. So it didn't, it didn't, uh, it, it was really difficult. And so that's kind of where my mind changed happened. It's like, well, this is what's important, you know, Hollywood, Schmollywood. Well, well, sure. But also what's important is to have a career that makes it where we don't have to live under a bridge in a, yeah, two floor. <laughs> Or walk up in Northport. Uh, you know, like. I was home. Oh my God! You remember? I have to go back up for just a second. So it never snows in Alabama. Yeah. It's certainly never going to snow in the springtime when the tulips are up and all of the flowers are out. But what happened? So on March the 13th, on a Saturday, I had planned to have my baby shower and the house was all decorated at my grandmother's and the signs were in the yard. And what would happen? But a massive snowstorm freak to hit Alabama in the springtime before Brooks was born. And so the the shower had to get canceled. That would naturally be the way that Steve Winwood was also playing on the radio I, that day. I would sure. imagine so. But <laughs> but we made it all through. And uh, then there was more craziness to come after that. Because we had to decide where we were going to be. I wanted to no, be near my mom. And you wanted to go back to Hollywood. So well, we, we had our was, first big issue. That Was that our first big no, issue? No, it that was, wasn't. No. That was the deal. First big that issue was since Brooks deal. was born. Yeah. <laughs> And then for some reason, somehow that deal was broken, but, uh, we've got a lot of other stories. Would, would it be because of my mom again? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Just can't get on. Okay. I want to just say something. Psychologists who are listening, do not call me. My mom is gone. The problems are solved. I do not do this to my son. Not often. Really? No, not often. Oh my God. I don't make him call me. Okay. So yep. you, you text. Because now there's text messages. Yeah. You text him and then you text him 10 minutes later and then you text him 10 minutes later and that like, no, well, I don't. No, well. I don't ask him. I've gotten so much and better. Then, and then you He's call. He's engaged now. So I've gotten better. And then you call and, you know, and if he hangs up, it's like, well, I guess you don't want to talk to me or then you, then you no, call I, his I'm girlfriend. I'm so much better now. No, I will call her if he doesn't answer me. Yes. But but that's great to have another woman in the family. She's got her head on straight. Well, we'll have to tell our story of <laughs> what happened when he was in Paris and we had to track oh him down. Oh my God, but that poor, we'll, we'll, poor we'll kid. do that on that's our... That's a long time from now. That's, <laughs> that is many shows away from now. Yeah, we'll do that on our next one. So yeah. uh, thanks for listening to this. So the baby's this. here. The baby's here. Yep. There's a story coming up about the baby on the soundboard at the uh, radio station <laughs> yes. and some other things that uh, that we'll go into and you're in our thinking, next my episode. God, get me out of here. So, uh, if <laughs> thanks for listening, and if you like our stuff, go to our Patreon page. Uh, it's um, how are we still married? If you go to patreon.com, 
And then you can see some all sorts of behind the scenes stuff. We're videotaping this right now so everybody can see that. That's what we would put on there as well. Yes. Um, and stillmarried.com. So that and, way you can watch the show and not just listen to it. Yes. And make sure you go on to uh, Apple Podcast and give us a good rating and tell us how great and fun yes, we, we are. Yes, we need five stars. And eventually we're going to have merchandise with that snazzy picture on it. Yes. We've got a picture back here that people can't see unless they get on our Patreon page. But, yes. uh, but and anyway. our wonderful cups that That's my right. friend Lene made. Yes. Very good. So. Yep. We will see you again next time for more fun. We think it's fun. Yeah. Is it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. How are we still married? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> Thanks a lot.